Welcome to the Cedar Break, a public affairs show on KSUU-FM, Thunder 91.1. On the Cedar Break, we touch on public issues and topics in Iron County and Southern Utah University. And now, on Thunder 91, thanks for joining us for today's Cedar Break. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Cedar Break, the go-to podcast for all your news in Cedar City, SUU, Iron County, and other places that are surrounding it, you know. Uh, Today in the studio, we have me, Nathan Reiser. We have Parker Haney, the co-host as always, and the very esteemed, world-renowned Christopher Phillips. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chris is a philosophy professor here around SUU. What is it that you teach? Like, what are your sort of go-tos? Yeah, um, well, we have a pretty small program. There are three of us in the uh, in the department who teach philosophy. Um, so we all kind of teach a little bit of everything. But I specialize in modern philosophy, which is 17th and 18th century European Mm-hmm. Um, I've also taught metaphysics, theory of knowledge, um, intro, logic, yeah, s- senior seminar. You know, we kind of trade off and do a little bit of everything. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, Chris, but I think you've been brought up on the podcast before. Has he? Definitely. I was just going to say that last podcast, as everybody remembers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We talked about the majors and degrees that you can get here at SEU, and then we talked about the philosophy program, because that is what Nate is majoring in. And then I believe you asked me what professor has been the biggest nightmare to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> right. I said, oh, that's easy, Christopher Phillips. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, he's he's been awesome. He's actually what got me into philosophy, and I think I've told you that before. You did, yeah. yeah but I took I your, that. yeah, I took your theory of knowledge class, and that just blew my mind. So that's that's a recommendation right off the bat. Although, would you recommend that, or you would just recommend intro? Huh? <laughs> I mean, I think taking intro before trying to jump into the upper level classes in philosophy is uh, probably good advice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love that class. I love teaching it. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, take intro and then take theory of knowledge. Absolutely. Although Parker, you did take intro. Absolutely. And I crushed it. Today. Where are you at now? Well, Chris, <laughs> do you have any words to say on that? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, uh, I just decided that you know I my talents were better suited elsewhere. Sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. (laughs) So the reason I wanted to bring you on, Chris, was not only great professor, great program, check it out, everybody, but we love telling SUU students about new things that are coming around and exciting opportunities for them to get involved with because some things are kind of monotonous, you know, some classes. And so I always like highlighting cool classes to take that, like, you know, stay interesting and, and keep you engaged. So uh, why don't you talk a little bit about that, the new class that you guys have? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so Dr. Roper in biology and I put together a proposal to teach a six credit general education co-curricular class. And uh, so the, the main theme tying together philosophy and biology here is professional wrestling. Yes, <laughs> and, of uh, course. Yeah, of course. Right? <laughs> um, 
And uh, so one of the things I think that's really fun about that is um, when you look at professional wrestling, when you think about professional wrestling, you don't think that it's very highbrow. You don't think there's much going on there that would be worth taking a look at. But we're tying together issues of identity, of race, of uh, sexuality, and uh, sports ethics, and politics, and all kinds of different things. Um, and then Dr. Roper, of course, is covering um, you know muscle development. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about sports injuries. We're going to talk about other sorts of things from the biological perspective that I don't know much about. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of what makes it fun is that we get to you know take this thing that on the surface looks really stupid and yeah. absurd and do a deep dive and show how much you can actually learn about it. And I like also the aspect that I've heard you talk about in class. Full disclosure, I am in the class. (laughs) 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 I don't want to lie to you guys, and it's incredible, Uh, is you talk about wrestling is semi-scripted, and that's how you want to run the class. I mean, it's just go with the flow, and like what happens, happens. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, Normally, I have my classes really well planned out, pretty well in advance. Mm -hmm. Um, But a big part of this is, you know, we're kind of, as wrestlers do, leaning on the crowd, so to speak. Yeah. So, you know, if the if the students in the class hate it, we're going to see if we can shift gears and do something that'll, that'll mm-hmm. make them happy. Um, Unless and, you're supposed to be the villain character. Exactly. In which right. case. <laughs> and so yeah. what I was going to say is the way, that, the way that we know that you hate it is if you just don't respond. Oh, if, yeah. If you're booing us, that's great. If you're, yeah. if you're cheering us, that's great, too. <laughs> but if, you, if it's just quiet, then something's gone wrong. Yeah. That's when you need to switch it up. That's right. I'm assuming you started, you didn't start with philosophy and go to pro wrestling. You started with pro wrestling and went to <laughs> philosophy. Like, what is that? Did you grow up watching it or where oh, did yeah. it come yeah. from? Uh, I, I grew up watching it when I was a kid. Um, you know, I mean, it was the 80s and you had Hulk Hogan and, and Randy yeah. Savage and, and all these sort of iconic figures. My folks didn't really want me watching it. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, this is just a bunch of meatheads beating each other up. It's uh-huh. awful. And um, they didn't see the philosophical value. <laughs> no, they had no idea. You know, they didn't know how deep it really was. Um, but I, you know, I'd, I'd sneak over to my neighbor's house and watch it, and we'd hang out yeah. and talk and, and whatever, talk wrestling. Um, and then I kind of fell out in the 90s, right? Because, you, you know, you get to high school and, and you don't want to be that wrestling kid. Yeah. Um, but my younger brother picked it up. And so he followed all the way through the Attitude Era and mm-hmm. Stone Cold and, and all those guys. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. Then probably back in grad school, I ended up getting back into it. I had some friends yeah. who were really into it. And they were like, oh, it's gotten so much better. You got to check it out. Yeah. Um, and so then I went back and got caught up on all the old guys and, and all the new stuff that was happening. And, and um, yeah, I've just been kind of thinking about it philosophically ever since. <laughs> that is interesting. That does seem to be the progression of life. Huh? Like when you're young, you have a very <laughs> specific interest. And then high school, you have to be cool and like not care about <laughs> anything. And then but then you have to go back like you become a grad student and they like are just the most specific (laughs) like weird quirky people ever oh for sure yeah i don't know if i was actually cool in high school but i definitely tried (laughs) you you put on that thing yeah yeah didn't Um, you go ahead um what i mean specifically made you get into philosophy if there is a specific thing yeah for me it was logic um i grew up not really 
knowing what philosophy was, at least by name. So my dad was an English professor, and you know I was always kind of philosophy adjacent because of that. And then when I went off to college and I didn't know what to do with myself, um, I started off at a private business school in marketing, um, transferred to a state school, switched my major probably seven times, um, and ended up kind of falling into a logic class to fill a gen ed, as so many of us do. Um, and just instantly everything kind of clicked. I was like, this is sweet. I, I get yeah. this. It's fun. Um, how do I do more of it? And so then I, it was it was over from there. Yeah, that's sweet. I can't. I'm trying to picture you. Like if I looked up on LinkedIn, and <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to picture your face and like marketing director at this company, <laughs> and it doesn't match at all. <laughs> no, yeah, it it really didn't suit me very well. Um, I mean, I you know I was told I was okay at it. I, mm -hmm. I was doing well, but it just it wasn't interesting or exciting for me. And yeah. I mean, I know there are people who dig it and good. I'm glad uh, it's it's not for me. Yeah. yeah. So then you take that logic course and then you just say bye bye all other courses and make that your whole thing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I, you know, I had that kind of existential crisis that we all do like, oh, mm -hmm. no, I'm a philosophy major. What do I do now? Yeah. Um, and so I thought about law school. You know, I. I ended up taking a couple of, of classes through a law school. We had a, a deal at Central Michigan with the Detroit College of Law. And after, I think, two of the worst possible classes, I was like, no, <laughs> this, is, this is not what I want. I think it was contract law and Gross. Like, administrative law or something. Oh, no. Yeah. I was like, nah, I'm done with that. Absolutely not. So, um, as, so again full transparency nate has said on multiple occasions that you're probably the smartest person <laughs> <laughs> and <Yeah>. i just <laughs> me being a lesser smart individual <laughs> uh, philosophy is just hard you know and so yeah. i'm wondering like when you're taking those classes right and just loving it and eating it up like did it come pretty easy to you right because you you assign these philosophy readings and i'm just yeah. pouring over it for five six hours and it's like a page and a half Right. It's just like, you know, it's just hard to understand and digest. And they're pretty simple readings as far as philosophy goes. So did it all come like pretty naturally to you and you just understood it? Or was it still kind of a grind? To no, it's it it's totally hard. Yeah. Um, I, and full disclosure, it's still hard for me. The stuff I teach in intro, you know, I mean, it, the way you put it was they're kind of simple philosophy readings. No, they're not. There are no simple philosophy. <laughs> right. Everything is, is uh, uh, you know, sort of the deep end. Um, so no, I don't, I don't think it's easy at all and it never really came easily. Um, but I think that's something I like about it. Right. I like kind of being pushed and, and having to really buckle down and think hard about stuff. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I appreciate the kind words. I don't know that I'm the smartest <laughs> mm -hmm. person that, well, I mean, I don't know. I didn't, he's <laughs> misquoting me. That's what I was going to say. Like, that seems, that seems excessive. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is interesting and I do think... I do really think there is no shallow end. We're reading Aristotle right now in the ethics. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just so funny because with him specifically, it's like to understand anything he says, you have to have read everything else that he said. <laughs> <laughs> like he's so he's talking about ethics, but he's bringing in ideas from 
other things that he lectured about. Oh, totally. And his whole system is just this, like, it, it's all connected. And it's just the most annoying thing ever because <laughs> how do you break in, you know? Like, the first text you read by him isn't going to make any sense. Like, you have to get to the 10th text, <laughs> and then you'll understand what he's saying. Yeah, for sure. I think that's true of a lot of folks in philosophy, too. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we throw at people an intro, just kind of bits and pieces of, of really big texts and these major thinkers and we're like well let's let's pretend that this is something you can understand on your own <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh and then we'll you know um we'll lie to you a little bit about what's actually going on just to make it more palatable yeah um, and then the farther along you get the more you get into what you're describing which is this sort of how do you enter into these massive systems of thought and see how everything hangs together and i think that's another thing i really like about philosophy is it's just this opportunity to engage with some of the smartest people in history who even if they're wrong about everything had fully coherent massive systems about yeah. just about everything i think that's really cool really everything and i do like the layers as well if you have taken or if you're going to take as a result of this podcast <laughs> any <laughs> philosophy classes which is very likely uh there is like you you read this text in intro and it blows your mind <laughs> and then you read it in an advanced class and there's something going on that you didn't even like it already blew your mind and there's a whole nother layer that's 10 times more mind-blowing than that <laughs> and you're like what in the world i don't even understand how this is possible all right, so one other thing, last thing real quick, is uh, there is also a philosophy conference coming up. Yes. So what is going on with that? If I mean, people probably don't even know what a philosophy conference is. So what is that, first of all, and then what's going on with this one? Yeah, awesome. Um, so you might know, if you've hung around academics enough, that typically the way we share our ideas and get feedback is through academic conferences. Yeah. We submit papers, send them out, end up traveling, and then ideally hang out with people who are experts in the area. They kind of give us some back and forth feedback, help us improve our ideas, ideally long run get some stuff published. Well, um, it's not super easy to do that as an undergraduate. So yeah. one of the things that we try to do is create an undergraduate philosophy conference for our students. So we solicited papers from around the, typically around the country, turns out this year around the world, and uh, we invited them to, uh, I guess, join a Zoom call this year, yeah. thanks COVID. Um, <laughs> but uh, join a Zoom call and present their paper. Uh, and that's coming up on March 13th. Um, so we're gonna get some promotional info out there on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, um, though that's probably more for the professors than it is for you guys. The Facebook one. The Facebook one, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then the, that, that'll be like the Zoom link and the time and, yeah, and all that stuff. And I'm exactly. assuming on the SUU website as well. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to get the word out. And uh, so we've got students coming in to present papers from Yale, from Seton Hall, from the University of Vienna um, and uh, uh, University of Richmond. Um, and then we have a keynote from the University of British Columbia professor. Uh, it's just, it's gonna be fantastic. Um, it's, a, it's a great experience. This is our seventh year doing it. Um, the students are gonna present their papers. Our students have prepared or are in the midst of preparing formal commentary. So afterwards, that's gonna kind of kickstart the discussion. And then we have an open Q&A. 
Um, so all day Saturday the 13th, pop in if, uh, if you like. And I have heard the commentaries this year are going to be extra, <laughs> <laughs> extra exceptional. Absolutely. I have heard that. Yeah, yeah. At I think, least uh, one specifically. Yeah, specifically <laughs> the one that, that I believe you are working on. Oh, that is right. I am working yeah, on one, aren't right. I? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Final thought. Favorite wrestler. Go. Yeah, favorite wrestler of all time, Randy Savage, Macho Man. Macho Man, Randy yeah, Savage. Cream of the crop. It had to be. Had to be. Had to be. All right. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Thank you, Chris Phillips, for coming on. Check out that philosophy conference. Check out an intro class. I mean, it's it's so fun. Learn all about it. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Cedar Break on Thunder 91.1. You can listen to the show every Sunday at 10 a.m. here on Thunder 91 and catch it as a podcast on suunews.net slash thunder91. You can also listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts.